Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to A Change in Attitude, the podcast that takes a look at the attitude era of WWF and says, was it really as good as we thought, or was it just shit? Uh, I am uh, Mags, and with me, as always, on this journey, um, the star of the show, uh, the draw, Ori. Ori, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, my friend? Yes, I'm not doing too bad. Been a, a quite a busy weekend, but um, the devil makes work for idle hands, I suppose. That I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> I believe that is true. And and joining us for the third week in a row now, which means he's uh, officially has to do a host. Um, it is uh, the the Scottish juggalo himself, all the way from Bedstone in Kent. It's Danny. Danny, how are you, sir? Hello, everyone. I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. Brilliant. I'm ready to get into this uh, episode of Raw. Yep. So um, um, this is your third appearance, and, and uh, the the kind of gimmick that we have here on the, a changing attitude is uh, that we there's no one host. We all kind of share that re, uh, that responsibility, that burden. Um, and so you, we kind of like threw it your way last week uh, uh, in in the post recording, and you accepted uh, with uh, with great aplomb. So yeah, Dan, it's uh, it's on you to kind of lead this show. Um, so yeah, let us let us know what's uh, what show we're going on, or what show we're watching. So this is uh, two weeks after Survivor Series. Um, this was actually taped the same night as last week as well. I don't know if you mm-hmm. noticed that. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I think around this area they were taping in what four week blocks usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you would see that by the uh, the same Cactus Jack 
a cosplay fan <laughs> who appeared uh, <laughs> there. But um, yeah, we, we're covering today's uh, this uh, episode of Raw. Um, and to start off, we start off with a uh, immediate Bret Hart entrance, mm-hmm. uh, who who is uh, he's going to face his brother Owen Hart in a really uh, good match. What did you guys think of this match? Well. Just to, in case you're following along with us on the Peacock, this is the November 25th, 1996 episode, season four, episode 46. Now, as far as the match, I I can't say it was a bad match. I can't. And I love, I, I get some really weird sadistic pleasure between family members having to fight each other. And I think because it makes it interesting, you have two people who've grown up together, who know each other very well, who likely have also trained together. So as we've seen in more recent years, that can make for some excellent matchups. You know, Mm -hmm. there's some that, you know, we've had high hopes for that maybe haven't pan out panned out the way we wanted to but I had some really really high hopes for this match and I can't say that it completely fell short um I really thought it was a great match I would have liked to see more of it and I would have liked to have seen a definitive conclusion but I understand why it ended the way that it did mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah, and uh, and I can see your point as someone who watched uh, this this kind of era. Um, they they had big shoes to fill with this match. Uh, if you remember the the WrestleMania ten match was absolutely outstanding. Then the mm. the cage match that followed that uh, really raised the bar. Um, so the they had a, they had a lot of kind of history uh, to to live up to. Um, but for me, I thought that this kind of uh, this hot star going straight into a match with rather than kind of like having some promo talk or, or introducing the commentators, very reminiscent of today's product. Um, mm. How yeah. uh, see, especially with AW, AW really kind of like uh, started the ball rolling with, with uh, a really interesting uh, hot match to start the show, kind of really get the, the right. fans uh, bowled up. Mm. And I thought this was a great match to do that. Yeah. It's not, um, it's not a five star classic, but it's it's a very good raw episode compared to what we've watched over these last six months. This is probably one of the best raw matches that that we've seen. Um, I like the the kind of like the start with uh with the very technical wrestling. I mean, we're looking at two of the best ever to do it in the ring. Let, let's be mm. honest; these two these two can literally wrestle a broom and get a really good match out of it. Um, but I like the kind of wrinkles with uh, Davey Boy watching in the back, him obviously being in between the two guys, and then there's all that underlying story with, with Stone Cold, uh, which ends up playing a, a, a big factor uh, in the match towards the end. But yeah, I, I really I really dug this match. I thought it was a great way to kind of kick off this episode of Raw. It was definitely that. There was a lot of... Uh... Uh, arm holds and uh, rest holds in this match, but um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, other than that, uh, but like you said, the end was uh, it did tell a really good story with the uh, despite the somewhat sloppy finish, it did have a good uh, story with Stone Cold running in. Mm-hmm. And then you get that that tease of maybe um, obviously there's the the heat between Owen and and Brett. That's clear. There's the heat between Owen uh, between Brett 
and uh, Stone Cold. That's pretty clear. But you also get the tease of the the heat between Stone Cold and Owen, and then the tease between Owen and and Bulldog. There was a mm. lot of kind of little little threads dangled in front of us in in this story. And then you also have to add in the fact that Brett's the next challenger for for Psycho Sid. So there's a there's a, a lot of kind of pathways that can be weaved from 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 this whole uh, finish. But uh, essentially. Um, Austin is going to pilmanize Brett. I mean, I can't believe that's even a word now, but he's going to pilmanize Brett, and Owen is all for that. Davey comes out to to uh, to basically drum it into Owen that enough is enough. Um, he kind of like gets in between uh, um, Stone Cold and, and Brett, pulls the chair out from uh, Brett's legs a couple of times, um, and then uh, when he and Owen are, are kind of uh, thrashing it out, uh, Stone Cold cracks uh, Bulldog with a, a brutal chair shot to the back. Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah. he he waffled him with that with that chair shot. Um, then we see that kind of like spat between Owen and and uh, Stone Cold afterwards, which we know leads to something pretty big down the line. Uh, uh, Stone Cold ends up uh, leaving and. Um, yeah, that that's that's the end of the match. Um, I thought it was a great way to start a raw. Yep, it definitely was. I mean, after a quick replay of uh, what we'd just seen, we jumped straight into the executioner versus Freddie Joe Floyd, and it took me a while to figure out: is this Chase's mother's? Is this whose mother? Tracy's mother. How is it that I'm the four on one of you two and I understood that? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's Tracy's mother's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, this was a, a quick squash match to, uh, designed, obviously, to get the executioner over. Uh, what did you guys think of this uh, sort of little squash? It was good. I, you know, the match did exactly what it was supposed to do. I thought Freddie Joe Floyd looked good. I thought. You know, it was fairly decent for a squash match. It mm. it did better than I expected it to for a squash match. And the whole purpose of the match, you know, like you said, Danny, was to get a match under the executioner's belt. Because ultimately what we're leading up to with this is the next In Your House pay-per-view where the executioner is going to go up against The Undertaker. So it's continuing that storyline. It did exactly what it needed to do. Yes, we had Mankind and Paul Bearer out there, but they didn't really play hardly any role in this match whatsoever other than to, I guess, show moral support. So I, I felt the match overall was really good i mean executioner looked fairly big mean and brutal freddie joe floyd put up a good defense they worked really well together so i mean i can't complain about this at all you know there's some squash matches that they just come across and you know it's going to be a squash match but they make like it's one thing when it's a very big big dude and a very itty bitty little dude and you take a look at him and go, yeah, this is Davy and Goliath. This is going to be a squash. Mm. But when the two competitors are still somewhat similar size, we've seen one of them before. We know that they're capable of some decent offense and whatnot. To have them just be automatically squashed in what feels like a matter of seconds, it, it I don't know, for me, it pulls me out of it. So the fact that, 
Freddie was actually putting up some good defense, some good offense, despite, you know, you know, trying, making it look like that there is some effort happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really appreciated that. I liked that. And I felt like it made the squash, squash match worth doing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with pretty much everything you've said there. I think uh, Tracy Smothers carried this match. Uh, we all know uh, about Terry Gordy and how um, he was essentially months off uh, from having a stroke. He literally had a stroke uh, to, due to um, uh, overdosing on, on heroin. Uh, so this was essentially a payday for him to come in, uh, do some some rudimentary squash matches uh, and then get one kind of big payoff feud with uh with, with the Undertaker, uh, but Smothers was, was—I thought it was—it was really excellent. This was probably one of his better squash matches, to be fair. He, he made the executioner look legitimate, uh, and I, I, I love his kind of flying uh, calf kick uh, finisher that he does. Obviously, it doesn't lead to a, a victory for him, and he's uh, he's uh, quickly beaten with the the Asian spark, as as mm. Vince McMahon called <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, it, it 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 did what it needed to do and, and made uh, Executioner have that momentum going into the, the the feud with Undertaker. Absolutely, and I really did uh, just want to go back to that finisher. That was a very old school finisher you'd probably see in like the fifties, sixties. So mm-hmm. it was nice to see that rather than just another disqualification, as we'd yeah. see a lot around this time. <laughs> yeah, here's the one thing that I thought was kind of funny when they. I kind of caught it when Executioner came out, but I really caught it because the the crowd had kind of died down a bit um, after the ending. The music that they were using for Executioner sounds very reminiscent of Darby Allen's theme, mm. kind of like that same intro guitar riff, but mm, just yeah. over and over. And I was like, I've heard this somewhere before. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of caught me a little funny. And then uh, during this match, we get obviously Doc Hendricks on the on the split screen, uh, trying to saying he's trying to get interviews with everybody involved in the first match, but he tells us that Austin has left the building, uh, and then quickly backtracks because if Austin's <laughs> not going to be on the show, clearly he's one of the bigger stars. He didn't want they didn't want people turning over to WCW, <laughs> so it was. Uh, but he may be back. Don't go away because he might come back. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was hilarious and uh after this we go to a uh an interesting uh Shawn michaels uh interview at jose lafario's house uh what did you guys think of this interview <sighs> well first of all it didn't look like he was in any san antonio texas that looked like a set if i have ever seen it <laughs> um but yeah this um I, th- this felt like two separate promos in one. One where we're trying to see Shawn Michaels in in a sympathetic light, where mm. he he essentially sacrificed his title um, to to save his 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 boyhood hero, and then uh, as we get towards the end, he he kind of flips and almost becomes a heel, saying that uh, he. People know that he's been a, a risk taker. That he's uh, he's uh, been somebody who, if he wants to do something, he'll do it. That he's been uh, he's not a nice guy. He's political, so he's gonna he's gonna essentially kick people's teeth down the throat. It it got kind of very very 
surreal um, for Sean Michaels. I don't know whether uh, that was meant to be like that, whether the the fact that um, Sid uh, involving Jose Lothario in, in the, in the storyline was meant to make him uh, turn into the heel. Um, but yeah, it, it was uh, it was long. Oof, it was long. Very, very long promo, um, but very confusing for me, I felt. No, I completely, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one because, you know, we had had this whole talk last week about, well, the crowd's behind Sid, so he's the baby face. We're trying to make uh, Sean the heel. And this whole promo reeked of, we don't know what the frack we're, we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, there were parts of it where I wanted to be sympathetic to Sean. There were parts of it where I wanted to not like Sean. And I just, I don't know. It wasn't bad. It didn't take me out of it. You know, I didn't catch the, the it's a set thing. I don't know that I care that much whether or not it's a set, <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest. You know, I just, I don't know. I, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It just, to go back to my usual standard, it just left me feeling meh. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that I care one way about it or another. You know, I was interested mm-hmm. to find out what happened with Lothario and how he was doing, you know, and I knew Sean was going to have something to say about what had happened and some words for Sid. But I don't know. I, I just, eh. I found this interesting because of uh, the fashion choice of Shawn Michaels here. He actually uh, looks like a, a vice president of Hell's Angels somewhere. Um, and uh, aside from that, I I felt like uh, Jose was uh, a bit of an afterthought uh, during half of this. I mean, he just played a, a very like a sickly old man. They had they had one little picture of himself on the. Uh, <laughs> How vain! How vain is that picture? <laughs> Of, um, but it seemed like a man, for a man who had had like a, I'm assuming like a 20 plus year career, the only thing he had was that picture, and it just seemed like yeah, like you said, Mags, it was just an obvious um, setup, and uh, yeah, there, definitely there, not his house. There was a window in the background um, just behind Sean, and it was it was clearly a painted window and, and <laughs> on the brick. It was it was so annoying. Uh, but we do get some uh, pertinent information come out of this. Uh, aside from uh, Sean Michaels, kind of a back and forth, whether he's a heel or a face, we find out that he's going to be the number one contender for the Royal Rumble. So uh, that's uh, essentially the the next two. Um, pay-per-view main events booked because we've obviously got Brett versus uh, Psycho uh, 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 it's time and then uh, after that the winner goes on to, to face Sean Michaels hmm. So you're telling me all you need to do to be a number one contender is have your manager be attacked <laughs> and I mean, he was the champion. To be fair, it's not, oh I yeah, mean, of course, yeah, yeah. Forgot he about that. The champion, but yeah, I get no, your point. Right. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save ten percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chairshot. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code Chairshot to save ten percent. That's angrylemonade.net. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. So uh, during that, uh, Vince McMahon was very monotone and he was very uh, calm speaking. But immediately he goes from one to ten when Sonny arrives and he goes, "Ah, oh, here comes Sonny oh. and his usual uh, perfy self there. Uh, what did you think of this uh, little segment as she was walking down to the ring? Not only, not only the walking, though, but when she... There's almost like competition between Vince and Jerry to where she would sit. And then when she sat next to Vince and Vince did that ridiculous dance. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it it was creepy, incredibly creepy. Um, but unluckily for, for Vince, she wasn't out there for him. She was out there for, uh, a certain third generation wrestling superstar. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd prefer that to, I don't know. Like, I get it. It's Vince. He does that creepy old man thing quite a lot, as does Jerry. And I don't know. I don't like it. No. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, I don't was, it <laughs> was it just before this match uh, that we got the 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 karate fighters semifinal yeah. as well? It was. Yeah. What did you think of that? I thought this was probably the most interesting Karate Fighters match that we've had so far, only because, not because of the who was in it, but because of the cheating with uh, mm. with the gum on the on the on the on the, <laughs> the fire. Thought that was a brilliant touch, uh, and it led to some ridiculous puns from. Oh, uh, the King. puns were the best. Look, I <laughs> love puns. I really do. My husband actually hates me for it because I'll come across one that I'll be like. Hey, babe. And he's like, oh, God, what now? That To me, that was the best part of it, was <laughs> the puns. I feel like last week's Karate Fighters tournament was more interesting, just from the trash talk perspective, and they made it actually look interesting. And while Sunny continued it in this round, Sable wasn't having any of it. She didn't seem, <laughs> like, she seemed like she was super in and focused on playing, but like there was just something more fun about last week 
Mm. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe mm. I just enjoy a little bit of trash talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sable's made it to the final anyway. So, um... This is true. Mm. She's done something right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, um... <laughs> Not a part of the Sable fan club here. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, straight after this, we go to the uh, Salvatore Sensei mm-hmm. versus Rocky Marvia match. Um, I am an Italian and I love you all. It's the most fake Italian gimmick that there is. It's so on the nose. Definitely. And now they're repeating it all over again with this guy in NXT unless he's been released. Oh, oh, by by the time this episode dropped, he may have been. He may have been. (laughs) Well, um, he would not have fit in with the FBI. Do you remember the FBI, Full-Blooded Italians? Oh, God, yeah. And uh, he would not have fitted in there because those three were actually Italian. (laughs) Was Salvatore Sincere Italian, or was he... I think he was of Italian heritage. He ended ah, up being yeah. Tom Brandy. Uh, I think that's his real name. Yeah. Um, he gets into a storyline uh, later down the line with Mark Miro and, and Sable. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be seeing quite a bit of him versus uh, Rocky Maivia over the next few weeks and months. So Ooh. get used to it. <laughs> well, I mean, this is only I think the second time that we've actually seen him in the mm-hmm. run of this show. So I was like, oh, yeah, that guy, he's he's back. Okay. Get used to it. Get <laughs> used like, to okay, it. Okay, whatever. Well, it's better than fake Razor, isn't it? So I suppose we but, should count our blessings. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, the, the match itself wasn't anything really to write home about. Uh, the more interesting thing is how much kind of um, – of that that kind of harp train they put in behind the the mm. Rocky Maivia. I mean, you've got uh, Lou Albano and Dom Morocco, uh, little split split screens from the Hall of Fame where they they're really putting him over and saying that yep. this guy's going to be the future of the business. I mean, yeah, he, he does he does end up becoming that, but uh, you see a lot of wrestlers who are harped and and kind of fall down uh, by the wayside. Uh, and this is one of the the times where WF have hit it hit the nail right on the head that mm. this guy will be a huge star. Not in this iteration, uh let, let, let's 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 make it clear, but he will be uh, a big star down the line. Yeah, definitely. Oh definitely. of course. So um during this match we also saw uh, a lover's tiff, if you will, with the king and uh Sonny, where the king uh said to Sonny that save was looking a little better. And uh, I thought this was really weird because is the king in a relationship with Sonny at this point on screen? I highly doubt it, but... I think he's in relationship with anybody who wears a skirt at this time. <laughs> so the headbangers need to worry. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is, uh, it's it's creepy old uh, Jerry Law, quite yeah. clearly. I mean, but then again, we're, we're calling him creepy. The way that Sable was acting towards... Uh, Rocky was oh, yeah. pretty creepy as well. I mean, the the way she was talking, um, clearly acting as if he she's going to be his his uh, his future manager. But the way that um, she was sexualizing it, I suppose, yeah, that that was also uh, kind of creepy for me. If any man had gawked and spoken about a woman the way that Sunny was doing about rock they would have been crucified yeah absolutely crucified and like don't get me wrong 
I've been married for 17, almost 18 years to the same guy. Okay. I love him, but I've got eyeballs, but I would still not make some of the comments that she made about any man, whether it was Dwayne Johnson or Tom Hiddleston or I'm trying to think who else do uh, Sebastian Stan. And now you're seeing my entire range of preferences here, but that's not the point. You know, I mean, Kenny Omega, <laughs> let's just write out the whole list. I'm, I'm dipping into Tiff's list of husband's territory. That's what's happening here. But, um, but yeah, like it's, it was a little disgusting. It was a lot disgusting. And it makes me grateful that we have moved on to a day and an age where this is not acceptable. You know, it, it's, it's weird because I think as women, sometimes we have this double standard where if a man were to speak about us or one of our friends like that, we would call him out like that. We, we would call him out on it. But if we, as women were to talk about men like that, Oh, it's just girl talk. It's just girl talk. No, that's a double standard. We should be holding ourselves to the same standard that we hold men to. If you don't want us sex, if you don't want them sexualizing us, we shouldn't in turn be sexualizing them either. Mm -hmm. You know, and I have to like, I make that distinction when I talk about men or people that I find attractive, like, oh yeah, you do him. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I would not. I don't know them as a person. And for me, that's a very important aspect. Like I would just want to hang out and cuddle and watch Marvel movies or, you know, watch Netflix or something. That's my level of do. That's it. You know, I, we, we have to hold ourselves to that same standard of accountability that we're willing to hold men to. Otherwise the whole quote unquote women's fight for equality doesn't mean Jack squat at yeah, all. Absolutely. Um, that's a whole nother tirade though. <laughs> there, there, there's there's uh, one point where um, they talk about maybe Sonny being his, his future manager and uh, Vince says to, to Sonny oh you'll be able to show him the ropes and she says uh, I'll, I'll show him more than just the ropes and yeah that's like yeah. cringe yeah. but it's she boring. actually does she does say something uh, that is very apropos uh, when she says um, so she says that Rocky is the guy, a kind of guy you can build a company around. Yeah, Absolutely. ironically or unironically, that's exactly the truth because they end up building not only a company around him but uh, the whole of the Attitude Era. He's mm. one of the the main players in it. So yeah. um, she has nailed some troops in that uh, in that that kind of a. Um, um, sexual sexualizing of, of the rock, I suppose. Definitely, Sonny was definitely a little prophetic in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in terms of the match, it was it was as basic as it gets. Uh, mm. How many times did we see the rock do uh, arm drag takeovers? Multiple times. Uh, he did the the kind of double leapfrog that he's been showing on promo videos and what he did at, uh, at Survivor Series, uh, yeah. and he has, still has that that generic uh, kind of um, shoulder breaker as a finisher. Um, and I think that that is probably a big factor to why the fans maybe turn on him a little bit because mm. he is he looks good. He, he looks great as a wrestler. He's got a great great physique, but. He's so generic. He just looks like mm. 
the creator wrestler number 15 from yeah. uh, Raw versus SmackDown 2006. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but there is definitely the sounds that uh, he'll be one of the, the, the biggest stars in the world. Um, there's the hints are there, I suppose. Absolutely. As I was uh, watching that finish, I always wondered, how do you work a shoulder breaker? That's got to hurt. Just There's no way of working that. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you've just got to hope that the momentum um, kind of dulls the, the, the impact of the of the shoulder because you've obviously got to yeah. drop on the shoulder and then lie him down. So you kind yeah. of like do it all in one fluid movement. But wrestling's... As JR says, it's not ballet. No. Parts of it are going to hurt, I suppose. So, um, but uh, we get a bit of Doc. Is it this part where Doc Hendricks is again chipping and saying he's had yep. a, a chat with Bret Hart, who, who didn't want the cameras because he was feeling a little bit disorientated, um, yep. and they, they essentially just bullying up the fact that he's got uh, many kind of issues on his plate: Sarko, Sid, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Owen Hart. Yep. Um, so uh, yeah, the 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 match was it was nothing to write home about, but it was it was all right, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, in the reality, they're building, um, you know, they're trying to build off of this win that Rocky has gotten at Survivor Series, and so it's really his. Did he have a match last week? I don't think he did. No, he was remember. on the Survivor Series. Right, but he didn't have the the match. He no, didn't have a match was, afterwards. No. So this was, this was his, his first yeah. singles, mm-hmm. tradi- you know, traditional singles match. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, I started to choke on a piece of cookie. Um, I, I got the munchies, y'all. So, but it's, it's the, you know, his first traditional singles legitimate match outside of anything Survivor Series like. And so I think it did what it needed to do. And, you know, as we'll see in the upcoming weeks, you know, like Mag says, trying to get behind him, he's create a wrestler who just happens to be someone, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see the rock as we know and love him, but it's, it's kind of fun to look back and see where he started, you know, in its entirety, contextually, as opposed to the clips and bits that, that we see nowadays. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And then uh, straight after that, we go to the main event, which is uh, Billy Gunn versus Mark Miro in a singles <laughs> match. And well, uh, The and most Dave... interesting part of, about this for me was the, the yep. little promo that they cut beforehand. Uh, yes, Mark, yeah. Mark Miro, oh my God. Um, <laughs> how Can you imagine him cutting this promo saying in three or four years, uh, time we're talking about Triple H's nose. Um, <laughs> even Vince and Jerry, uh, Jerry Lawler got in on the act of, of slagging off a uh, old big nose, uh, Hunter. Yeah, uh, basically Mark Miro saying if uh, if Hunter gets involved, he's gonna punch him square in the nose, and then it's time to get wild. <laughs> but just before we get to the match, um, I just want to just give a shout out to Billy Gunn because here he is main event in Raw and 25 years later, he's still in main events against mm-hmm. people like Sting on AEW. So Billy and Gunn... He, just... he, looks, he looks the same. He looks like he's yeah. never aged. Yeah. Yep. yep. In fact, he I probably mean... looks better now than he did. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. 
I would say oh, that. Whoa, definitely. so Billy Gunn's on the list of husbands. No, Billy Gunn's not on the list. <laughs> but I can I can see that he has improved his physique and looks very nice as opposed to when he did in ni- late 96. Yeah. Again, I have eyes. I'm not dead just because I've been married for 18 years. But I think, I don't know why I've mentioned this, but I have uh, said Billy Gunn was one of my favorites as a teenager. And mm-hmm. I, there was no way back then. I, I thought he was at the end of his career. And here he is, I'm a 30-year-old man, and he's still wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I mean, for context, with the, we're recording so at the beginning of December. Um, they've only, his, his kind of tag team, the Gun Club, have just lost their first ever match in, in mm. AEW. So, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's doing really well there. I mean, good on him. I, I've always been a, a fan of, of Billy Gunn. Uh, I've always uh, thought that he was an entertaining character, um, and it, it's cool that he's still got a hand in in kind of training the the, the younger generation and and uh, bringing his, his sons through with him. Is it Austin and Colton? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And the fact that he's been able to contribute in this way to to help build them. I mean, over on TikTok, there's a guy uh, Brightwall who does your TikTok ten or your TikTok uh, five, and it's just rapid fire ten or five questions to see what you know and. He caught me with one that I wasn't expecting. Austin Gunn has currently the best record this year for mm-hmm. I think it was twenty eight and zero. Yeah, he, and go, going into this weekend, he was thirty and zero. Yeah. Exactly, and so I mean, you've got to he's got to credit his dad for some of that. Mm. Yeah, you know? and, and 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 keeping on that TikTok theme. Uh, you frustrate me when I watch your TikToks and you do them stitches with uh, with the wrestling uh, questions. Because I'm I'm screaming the answer and you're like, oh uh, oh it's it uh, oh, oh oh yeah it was that word I'm like ah, how do you not know these things? And that's the thing because I became a fan later in life. Some of this I know, like not contextually, but um, it's kind of out on the outskirts and. I, I'm one of those people like Supernatural is another show that I absolutely love, but I've only ever watched it once. Whereas I know people who are fans of Supernatural who've watched it four, five, six, seven times or more. I've only yeah, we, ever watched we call the them entirety. Nerds. We call you, them people nerds. Everybody's nerdy about something. <laughs> Don't even. But <laughs> you ask me Marvel things. nerdy about chess. <laughs> you ask me Marvel things that I, I, I may know them or Harry Potter because I've watched them consecutively. And very rarely will, with wrestling, will I go back and watch things over again, you know, and Mm -hmm. especially not, I think the only thing that I can really remember watching multiple times is probably that second match between Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada. I believe it was Dominion, that, that second of three or four that they did, and I watched it once and was super into it. And then I was like, okay, is I, I kind of a change in attitude it, you know, I went back a week later to see, okay, is this really as good as I thought it was? Or was it just, was I just excited about it because it was something different and found myself still as excited and into it the second time I watched it as I did the first time. So very rarely will I go back, but there's a, there's definitely a lot of wrestling history that I don't know. I'm you you will never catch me being the one to say oh yeah yeah no I know that oh yeah 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 no I don't know if I do that I'm I'm trying to make myself sound good because I can promise you I likely don't know it at all 
<laughs> I'm definitely putting you on one with that. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. No, the, the, from uh, there, we, we go to uh, Mark Miro, who does not get an entrance, which I found interesting because this is the <laughs> main event. The other entrance. <laughs> we used to call that the Sunday Night Heat entrance, but obviously this was before <laughs> Heat. But um, yeah, I just found that interesting because three times uh, up to this show, he was hyped and he even had a uh, interview segment. So yeah. I don't know if they traded that interview segment for his entrance, but yeah, he well, did I not th- get I- I think whilst he was coming out, they would uh, they went back to Doc Hendricks, didn't they? Uh, oh, yes, who, yeah. Who was giving more information about uh, Owen Bulldog? Uh, yeah. David Boy now wants uh, to fight Austin, um, and he he kind of like intimated that there was going to be uh, dissension in in the Hart family because of Austin. Um, yeah. So then that's when we get uh, Billy Gunn actually getting the entrance rather than Mark yeah. Miro. <laughs> yep. Uh, as a match, uh, I liked this. This was a good back and forth. But um, what did you guys think of it as a match? Yeah, I mean, the the wrestling was good. I mean, these are two really uh, decent wrestlers compared to, to a lot of the uh, the the talent on, on Raw. But the crowd really kind of took me out of this. They, they sat on their hands for it. And I can understand why, because this is meant to be the main event of, of Raw and you've got... Uh, one person who's kind of forced his way out of a, the tag team scene uh, and one person who's very much a mid-carder. Um, mm. So you can kind of understand how uh, the the fans are, yeah, what's this What's this shit? Um, <laughs> but in, in, in terms of the match, the, the match was fine until we get to the ridiculous ending again. Yep. Um, like the, the, I think, is this the second or third DQ ending in, on the show? Yeah. I think it's the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, wow. Talk about milking it. Yeah, and and the thing that really took me out of it was again commentary. There was more discussion about apparently Triple H and Sable had been together, and she dumped him, and she may or may not have some of his cars. And why don't you show the letters where she's begging for you back, and yep. all, this, all the slagging off of Sable and. Like, I get it, it to a point, but it gets to be too much. The The real <laughs> focus should be not just Billy Gunn and Mark Marrow, but Triple H and Mark Marrow and Mark Marrow wanting to come back after him mm-hmm. for taking that Intercontinental title. Yeah. And it just, that took me out of it. And then when we get the ending... Of course, uh, Triple H gets himself involved, causes the DQ. Ultimately, it creates a win for Mark Marrow. But then we get Jake the Snake running out, which I don't get at all. And then he did, he did absolutely nothing as well. No, <laughs> he didn't get one piece of offensive, not mm, one, nothing. not a punch, not a kick. He just got nothing. his ass whooped, uh, and then Mark <laughs> Marrow cleaned house. Yeah, and and on top of that, the minute that that Jake hits the ring. King starts his usual 
BS of where did he come from? Oh, the bar. Oh, he must Mm -hmm. be drunk. All that. Like, and if it was one, if he would have gotten one shot, maybe two, I'd have been okay with it. But the constant reminder that Jake is an alcoholic and probably Mm -hmm. drunk, whether that's accurate or not, like I am so far over it. It's not even funny. I mean, we were over it 24 episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought the uh, that feud had ended at the uh, Survivor Series when Jake Roberts pinned uh, Jerry Lawler here. I thought I that was a good that. way of uh, of uh, ending it and kind of just moving on, but um, I guess not. Uh... <laughs> Apparently, King has decided he wants to beat a dead horse. That's, yes, that's as, what's as always. Happening here. <laughs> it, it's not like Jerry Lawler to, to milk feuds to, to death. I mean, he's been milking the... the uh, Bret Hart feud for the, yes. about five years up to press. It's sort of like um, Taz uh, in the 2000s. Every time you'd see Kurt Angle, Taz would say, I've been in the ring with him. I know what he's about. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. Yeah. It's just milking it for relevancy. And it's like, yeah. come on, find something else to 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 do. Find mm. an, If you really... It's cheap. It's so freaking cheap to continue yep. to go back to this well over and over about how drunk he gets and mm. how much of an alcoholic he is in order to make yourself look good and be relevant. It's the same thing with Jim uh, Jim Cornette and Kenny Omega. Oh, he wrestled a blow-up doll. Oh, he wrestled a blow-up doll. He wrestles <laughs> little girls. Like, if that's all you can do to keep yourself relevant, I feel horrible for you. Mm. You know, that, well, there's other things Jim's Cor- Jim Cornette's done to try and make himself relevant that I think are disgusting and distasteful, but we won't talk about that. No. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I did like the the kind of hint of of what we'll see in the in the the next two two or three years with with uh, Hunter and Billy Gunn working together. Uh, that hint of of DX. Um, but yeah, this was essentially to reignite that that feud between uh, Triple H and, and Mark Mirror for the Intercontinental Title, a feud that kind of went off uh, on put on the back burner, I suppose, uh, with uh, with the kind of running to to uh, Survivor Series. But now Miro clearly wants his his title back. I didn't get the stuff with Sable. Um, I don't know if I'm misremembering. Uh, the stuff before we started uh, with a changing attitude, but I don't remember Hunter being the one who introduced Sable to to uh, the WWF. So uh, maybe that's something that they're kind of uh, booking on the fly. Um, mm. But yeah, it was a. Uh, Are you saying it, that that the WWE will go back and change facts and no, make up I'm, things I, that I, never I, happened I, or erase I, things that did? I nice. take it back. I take it back. Apologize, apologies to Vince McMahon for, for doubting you, our our venerable overlord. Poor shame, <laughs> poor shame. But um, yeah, and uh, other than that, uh, we get the uh, the usual the sloppy uh, DQ finish as you mentioned, and uh, that kind of uh, does it for this uh, this uh, episode of Raw. Overall, mm-hmm. what did you guys think of the show? yeah it's it was one of the better episodes but it wasn't great it it really wasn't great 
I guess it did some of what it needed to do to push other storylines, but it's definitely not one of those that I would say, oh, you need to go back and check this out. You know, this is worth your Peacock subscription or your WWE Network subscription. It's it's typical 96. Let's get to the next thing. It's mid at best. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, I think it's it's more disappointing for me because we had such a good start with the Brett and, and, and Owen. That was. That for me was a great way to start the show, and it, it just kind of went downhill. downhill from there. I mean, we got a little bit of a bump uh, in, in terms of how uh, um, how they were trying to push the rock, um, but after that, there was there was nothing really worth sticking around for 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 mm. me. Um, no. after, and I, I certainly can't recommend anything outside that opening match to for people to that, to say that this is must see. The storylines all moved on, uh, chugging away. But if you missed this episode, you uh, would still be able to to understand what's going on if you mm. jump straight to the the December second episode. Definitely, yeah. definitely. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, well, the only thing uh, that was highlight of uh, this this uh, episode for me was uh, just just the fact that you got to see Billy Gunn in the main events. Uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, as you said, it is a very skippable episode and uh, we'll guess we'll see what happens uh, next week. I guess. Well, you, you will be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised to see you get Billy Gunn in another main event. So, Wow, yeah, uh, something to look forward to, Danny. Definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so next week's episode is uh, again in the same taping block. Um, but it's the 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 December the second nineteen ninety six episode uh, in the running to Christmas and uh, quickly on the way to uh, in your house. It's time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Not looking forward to it's time. I don't know, like. <laughs> I kind of, to me, the in your house at this point, and it's sad because we only started at King of the Ring, but the in your house segments of pay-per-views, I'm over it already. I I Mm -hmm. much prefer every pay-per-view have a theme, be individual, like... It's and maybe it's just a personal preference, and I'm not saying that all of the in your house pay per views are bad. That that's not, and and I get that. I mean, in that somewhat, (laughs) yeah. In 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 their own strange ways, they do all have a theme. But what I'm saying is, is we got uh, backlash and Armageddon, and I don't know. I'm trying to think of some other ones outside of like survivor series and wrestlemania you know we've gotten all of these named pay-per-views bash at the beach or something or other but just having in your house and then blah 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 tagline it just doesn't feel special to me it doesn't oh it's another in your house i don't know that i really want to pay 39.99 or 59.99 for this Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think at, at the time the the in your houses were essentially uh, extended raw episodes, and mm. they, they felt they, like it from they, what we they, watched. Yeah, they they usually were a lot cheaper than the big five. Uh, usually, like oh, sure. say, 
twenty dollars to to uh, to watch where the the main show might have been forty dollars. Um, but yeah, I get I get your point. It's getting too um, to repetitive. Yeah, it's very repetitive, and and this a lot of this is to do with WCW. They they're pushed for monthly pay per views, uh, but the difference is all of their pay per views started to have themes and w- did start to feel pretty special. And this was a uh, this wasn't this in your houses sound like exactly what they are glorified house shows. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I just, I just uh, think it's in your house. It's time, and you don't even have Vader on the card. <laughs> well, again, and we've we've mentioned this. He, he was meant to be champion going into oh, this yes. show, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Shawn Michaels politicked his way uh, to, to to retaining the title. Uh, so yeah, um, you would have thought they would have changed the name of it. Surely, yeah. <laughs> it would have made sense to change the name. I mean, that's rubbing it in his face. I mean, I yeah. don't even know if Vader's even actually on the paper. I can't even remember. But I don't can you think imagine no. that being your catchphrase? And there's a pay per view. Mm. Can you imagine, like, say, when they did WF Rock Bottom and the mm. Rock wasn't on it, or they did D Generation <laughs> X and there was yep. no Triple H and Shawn Michaels on it? Oh, it, it would have been ridiculous. It, it would have been like having ECW one night stand and having no ECW wrestlers on it. I mean, they didn't try that, well, to be fair. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all like having uh, Hell in a Cell. And no mm. Hell in a Cell matches. It yeah. just it doesn't make sense. Or Elimination Chamber. Yep. And no yeah. Elimination Chamber match. It, it's <laughs> just, it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm ready to move into more of what we know and love. Mm-hmm. I, I really am, and I know I kind of, I feel like I say that every week. I really do. But I mean, I, I do feel that we're getting, we're taking like baby steps towards there. Oh yeah. Uh, we we do often take like a couple of steps back where uh, you can see they revert to the old school style of booking, but uh, you can see the progress from when we started at King of the Ring to to coming up to the end of the the uh, the nineteen ninety six that we have kind of moved a little bit away from that that new generation kind of a uh, superhero characters uh, version of Raw to more realistic versions, I suppose. Just needs to hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, uh, Danny, brilliant, uh brilliant uh, uh controlling the show and uh and leading the way. We massively, massively appreciate that. Um hopefully you'll be uh, around again next week for for when oh I'll be in charge of the show, won't I? Dun, dun, dun. That'll be fun. Uh but yeah, um again, Danny, thanks for for, for stepping into Tanner's shoes. You've been a, an absolute superstar. Thank you very much. I've really enjoyed this, and uh, I'll definitely go and see the uh, the raw after this because, as you said, uh, you've teased me with that Billy Gunn uh, main event promise. Well, <laughs> I mean, it. you you need to see it because how are you going to talk about it next week? Yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> don't think you we don't no. think you're getting off lightly, sir. No. <laughs> you're following this through now. Thank you very much. No, no, um, I just want to say thank you to the both of you and Tanner for allowing me to come on to this show. It's been brilliant. Uh, we've done three weeks now, and yeah, I've really enjoyed every week. It's, it's been it, an absolute pleasure having you. Yeah, absolutely. Has. Uh, and the fact that you are uh, Getting in on 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 the 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 kind of gimmick of uh, of of the show and leading the show, yeah, it's 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 brilliant. You've you've really kind of helped us out, and we massively massively appreciate it. Thank you. 
Yep. So next week's show, like like we've said, is the the second of uh, December, nineteen ninety six. Uh, so tune in for that. Over the, otherwise, that's pretty much us done. Uh, let's do some uh, social medias and some plugs and uh, get on out of here. So, Danny, uh, tell everybody where they can find Scotland's own juggalo uh, on the social medias. Yep, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Scottish Juggalo. I may not sound Scottish, but I am. Uh, <laughs> where I just upload funny, crazy videos of uh, wrestling botches or wrestling uh, people backpedaling, as I did yesterday. Um, just different <laughs> little, uh, just diff- little funny videos. Uh, so, um, yep, that's all you can find. And any uh, podcast that um, will be who have me, you can find me on as well. Thank you. It's fine. I, I I love the fact that you have to acknowledge and and let people know that you are Scottish. That it's not a gimmick. It's, that's that's a shoot thing. Um, yeah. Or or where can uh, the good people find uh, more of the draw? You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Ori the Draw. And I have a new game to play for Twitch. You do. You do. You do. One that we've been pestering you to play for a while and the only reason i got it it is because a you've been pestering me b it was for free and you can't pass up free so and there's a little secret there's a little secret third reason in there so you could get that twitch affiliate that's that's also very concurrent views so yeah that's also true uh yeah i have downloaded and will be at some point playing Football Manager 2021. Are you going? I to said do I that? never I'm... would, and I said it would never happen. You, and now WWE... I'm backpedaling. Yeah. You've WWF us. You've broke your promises. I, I um, have. Yeah. What well, are you going to be doing? A, a Man City room. Yeah, a Man City room. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a. Sh- I'm going to do a test play on my own, just to see how it plays, <laughs> so that I can get the the hang of things a little bit i might have to go bug tanner like what what the heck am i doing here because i'm pretty <laughs> sure i won't know you know or or sigh or you so i'll let you fall on your sword oh i know you the, will just I for the shits and giggles um but yeah uh, thanks for that uh or um you can follow our missing compadre uh tanner at texas underscore texas no, gentleman texas underscore, underscore. underscore yeah. or you can always catch up with uh both of them at radio techers mm-hmm. and the rest of the radio techers team and you Absolutely. sir where shall we find you well you can find me at Podfather Mags. Twitter is the only social media I do. So come and give me a follow on there in terms of content. Jesus Christ, I'm involved in way too much shit for one human being. Uh, but there's always links on my on my Twitter feed. So uh, come and give me a follow. Come and check it out. But also, whilst uh, whilst I've got you here, definitely go over to uh, the, the Chair Shots uh, Pro Wrestling Tees page uh, where you can pick up your Christmas and holiday merch. Uh, ready for give someone a surprise get him a, a nice cool uh chair shot um t-shirt in soft style because uh obviously that's better for your skin uh but yeah definitely go and check them out at prosity slash the chair shot and um, whilst whilst you're, you're you're waiting on that that parcel to arrive 
definitely check out some of the rest of the the content created here on Cheshire. We have got some amazing podcasters, uh, some talented writers, and uh, the Cheshire is your best place for wrestling news, uh, analysis, and opinion pieces. So definitely uh, go and check that out. Uh, other than that, um, yep, it's goodbye from us. And you remember, around these parts, you must always use your head. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL.